Absolutely. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Santa. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you. What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a you thought I was going to say a son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. November 6, 2014, for the November 8th, broadcasting live on tape from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today, the finalists are here for the blind taste test, known to us only as number 13 and number 14, and only one will be the winner. And joining us this week will be Jack Taranio. No, 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 not from Taranio Cigars, where he was fired about a month ago. Did you say fired? Fired. About a month ago, uh, but General Cigar was, was acquired by Scandinavian Tobacco, Swedish Match, General Cigar, whatever you call them. They got rid of Taranio and Taranio Cigars. Why would they do such a thing? We'll find out. And we'll find out where he landed and got back on his feet. And a new rising company will let Jack Taranio tell you all in this hard-hitting interview Mr. Jonathan is back from vacation. I was working. We got old Fart Freddy in the aging room. Gentleman Chuck Morrison will be getting debonair. And we got Barry with Cigar News and more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, from high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Studio E.F. Barry. Bingo. We are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. We want you to tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Anytime. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. And what was EF? F. Barry. 
Ah, I you said EF. I thought you were going extra fast. I was spelling it out. Oh, okay. EF EF Barry. Barry did your job last week. He did a damn good job at it. I don't know if I would use the superlative damn good. It's he, like a monkey in a cage. He was you know? a good. He was a decent placeholder. Yes, I believe that's is he, how. That's what you're I believe do. that's how it was said and on social media. And that's the best media. you're gonna go. <laughs> All right, let's fire it up because we got to smoke two cigars today. I, I'm choosing actually to go with smoking number thirteen, then smoking number fourteen. If you'd rather smoke one in one hand and one on the other, you may do so. Whatever you you like doing, I'm gonna just smoke number thirteen. Pay attention to number thirteen uh, because last time we did it, um, Chuck, I was comparing Thank too you, much. Barry. I don't know. What do you think? I, I think we, we do one at a time. All right. And give the cigar its just give, deserves. Give it its just deserves because it made it this far. This is the finalist, 13 versus 14 in the blind taste test. Let's get to the cutting right now. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we're going to give this, this a cut. It should look familiar to us because we've smoked this at least twice before. Mm-hmm. Probably more than that. I don't know. So this cigar has a slightly brindle wrapper. Brindle. The uh, wrapper is receding a little bit off the binder and filler. Um, so What's that an indication of? Usually, that they pushed the filler. Usually, a little bit aged. It's a little bit, you know, it spent some time curing. Um, it pulled back a little bit. Uh, folks, I would like to say that Barry Stein is uh, completely correct, and I concur with his analysis. <laughs> it is receding. What, what does that mean? Much like your hairline. See, it's it's pulling back a little bit. Maybe see that it. was just as they as they cut it. Well, no, I see what you're saying. See, it rescinded. <laughs> What the hell is that? We got to live with that? <laughs> is that what we're going with? <laughs> is this, he gets his own flavor of the week, Chuck? I guess so. It is receding. A lot's changed. Have you seen this before, Barry? <laughs> yes, I have. Um, he obviously has seen it before. It was something that was told to me by uh, Jose Blanco, who used to be with La Aurora and uh, Hoya in Nicaragua. And now he has his own line, Senorial. And uh, he told me that it was a sign of aging. Really? Yeah. It makes sense, right? It makes sense. It's, but uh, I, well, never, I never the... paid attention to that before. But what I am paying attention to right now is the bl- vertical black label. Yeah. Or actually, it's What's the black the label. The black label. This is, is the... the burgundy. It is a single jet slide top lighter. And uh, it's twenty four ninety nine. Wow. It's got a decent sized tank. But the best option on this, besides the bullet cutter that flips out of the bottom, the best option is... The giant adjustment wheel at the bottom. How many times have you been sans mini screwdriver to, to make the adjustment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have a lot. You chew your fingernails down to nothing. Yeah. So you can't really I'm adjust the lighter. aggravate me. Good. Yeah. Good. So this has a big-ass adjustment at the bottom. And that is an industry term, folks. Big-ass. Uh, it's also a Barry Stein term. <laughs> He's mad at Barry right now because he did a good job last week, and he knows he's not needed any longer. But, uh, hey, that's the that's, way it is. Uh, I got a couple of emails, by the way. Yeah, and, Ru- uh, Rudy Rudy was like, you know. Rudy put it out in the, in the open. He was like the little dog sitting ruthless. in the window, you know, <laughs> hyper, waiting for his master to return. Man, you guys have it out for Rudy, He's huh? sitting in Canada right now. His tail is wagging. 
He is not only the president of the Mr. John Fa- Jonathan Fan Club, <laughs> he is the only member. There's two of us. Yeah. So, uh, so off the foot to the nose, there was a sweetness, almost like a synonym molasses. What, what is it again? Synonym. <laughs> it's like that other spice, okay? That's what we're going with, huh? Yep. Okay, Chuck, you and I have some work to do, my friend. We are going to work on our own little bumper for me. You have the best one, though. You have the classic harp. Yeah, I don't like the harp, and I don't like that the name of the harp on your board over there is Rainbow Man. I don't like any of that. So well, the shoe fits. I'm going to I'm going to come up with something a little different for me. All right. That one is pretty badass, Barry, I have to say. Some Sharp. things have changed since I left. Right, you know s- the sound that the helium makes when they turn on the fire for a rising balloon, that, that hot air sound? Sure. Yeah. That's what it is. Bumper should be. <laughs> sound of hot air. So we're at the tail end of the 2014 blind taste test. This whole thing began on August 13th when we set um, sales available for the blind taste test. September 15th, the eight cigars went out. And much like a bracket system that you find in in the college basketball, um, that's how the blind taste test worked. It was one versus two, three versus four, all the way to seven versus eight. And then winner of one versus two became cigar number nine. Nine versus ten, eleven versus twelve. The winner of nine versus ten became this cigar we're smoking here, number thirteen. And the winner from eleven and twelve became number fourteen. Those are the two finalists. So one of these two is going to be the winner of the blind taste test. Again, lasting all this time, we're going to reveal the winner of today's blind taste test, and this goes with almost 500 people that participated in this blind taste test, not knowing the cigars they're smoking at all, but just giving their opinion on which one is better, which one of these two cigars, 13 or 14, which one is better, one of them is going to win as it went through the brackets. Not necessarily did everybody pick the correct one that went through, and we'll go through all the, the products that they were and what they became, but the reason for this whole thing, the reason why we do this, and we do this not – we've done this taste test for the public every five years. So five years ago we did this. Ten years ago we did this. But we do it at our retail establishment every single day. Well, you guys both got it wrong earlier when I blind tasted the two of you. I went downstairs to get some paperwork and came back with cigars with no bands on them. Well, you can't get it wrong, first off. You either like it or you don't like it, period. It's not wrong. How you play it is, we have to guess exactly what it is, which is not the case with the blind taste test. We're not guessing what it is. So when you gave me something today, I said, it's mild, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's Dominican, it is an Ecuadorian shade wrapper, it's this, and then I proceeded to start naming brands that had that exact thing, and I didn't get the exact one so that had So you were it. wrong, and uh, Barry guessed the wrong country of origin at first, But so then when I wrong. did guess it, I guessed the country, I guessed... Everything about it except for... I basically picked a cigar that was perfect for you. Can you say what the cigar was? No. Okay. I can't. They didn't pay me enough for that. Yeah, they didn't pay you enough? (laughs) I don't remember what it was, but whatever. I liked it, and it was obvious to me 
about where it came from. What you didn't ask me is how much was it worth because that's another thing that we end up playing to is the value of what right. that is. As retailers, we have to try to pick the best value for a cigar in a specific strength profile, country of origin, whatever. So in this particular case, it was a medium-priced, mild cigar from the Dominican Republic, blah, 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 blah. And I would have guessed you know, around what the price is. Now, if I came in at, say I was smoking a $7 cigar and I came in and say it's a $10 cigar, well, then it's overpriced mm. based on not knowing what Under- it is. Un- underpriced. 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 Not knowing what it is. Uh, that is an essential part of it. Sometimes you'll get a cigar and you know the brand name and you know the band that's on it. And when you smoke the cigar, you say, yeah, no problem, $12 cigar, and you, you're holding it looking at the band. On the contrary, when you take the band off it, and I know you did that or it happened to Barry this week, that something came in that doesn't come in all the time, and they gave it to Barry without a band on it that day. That was uh, a cigar for him to try, and he did not like it that much and thought it was a low-priced cigar when it turned out to be one of the higher-priced cigars, and he's like, wow. Interesting. And if you follow me on Facebook, I actually discussed which cigar it was, so. Well, so it, it, they're never going to advertise with us. Nice job, Jackass. <laughs> no, but isn't it interesting that uh, you probably never would have believed it? You no. Know, because you, no, it was a cigar that I bought into the hype at one point, and I you know, tracked down, and I kept a few in my humidor. And this year it was just totally disappointing. Hmm. And it would be something that people would say, yeah, that's because you bought it, and then you actually smoked it. You should actually hold on to them for about three years and then maybe they're smokable. Isn't that ridiculous? It's ridiculous. How about they hold on to them for about three years and they sell it to you and you can smoke the damn thing? Right. But uh, again, the label plays a big part of it, and that's how, how people feel. But they wouldn't buy a regular brand and say, oh, it's awful. Let me hang on to it for three years. Right. No, you, you, know. give, you give your retailer 100% of the money. You want 100% of the work to have been done. It's like yeah. going to a sandwich shop and your guy goes, uh, the mayonnaise and the ketchup's over there. Uh, how about you walk over and you put the mayonnaise and the ketchup that I want on my sandwich, which I hate both, by the way, mm-hmm. and then bring me back the sandwich because I just paid you for a sandwich. I want the whole thing. That's my biggest issue with Dunkin' Donuts. You order a bagel with cream cheese at the window, they give you the cream cheese on the side and the bagel and in the drive through window. How so the hell now I'm are you driving to work on? and I'm supposed to put it on myself. That's like going to McDonald's and getting the ingredients of a Big Mac. Go ahead, build your own sandwich. <laughs> no. And then they want a tip cup next to it and they want a tip <laughs> for it. Tip. No tip for you. So I don't, I'm I don't tip the with Dunkin' Donuts. There you go. So anyway, that's the idea of the blind taste test. In um, not next week, the following week, November 22nd, we will reveal the winners. Steve Sacco will be on. It'll be interesting to have. He was the uh, former president of Drew Estates. He's been a cigar geek for years. It'll be interesting to have him aboard and, and um, give the information of what people thought, and he'll tell us how wrong they were. And um, are we uh, are we smoking anything that uh, may at some point, someday, be distributed by or made by? One, Steve Saka, while he's on? Because there are rumors floating around that there's I don't booth space I don't, next year's trade there, show. There, there's space and everything, but I don't believe there's any cigar to be tasted as of yet at all. Hmm. Not nothing. even a, Not even a early on stage, nothing. He's, is he not allowed to? I think he's going to be uh, – he'll be on to talk about it anyway, but I believe he's going to start the um, looking and searching and everything as of January 1st. That was my belief of what was going to happen. Um, I don't know if that has to tie into a date or anything like that that has to be weighted, but 
I believe that's where he's going. But he'll come on and tell us, and if, if there is, we will. Um, tomorrow, we have a uh, – tomorrow, I mean uh, Saturday. This is a Saturday show. Why are we taping this show today, uh, Thursday night? Because Saturday we actually have a book signing that's happening in the store, and he's a uh, – uh, a best-selling author, and he's a radio personality here in the New England area. Legend, legend, right? And he's he's um he's in the Hall of Fame, I guess. Talk Unlike show Barry, who is a legend in his own in mind. his own mind, this <laughs> guy's an actual radio legend. And also, he is a writer for the Boston Herald, and um, he said he was going to come up and do a book signing. We've had him at events before, but when he's done in-store events uh, while the store is open, it's usually a madhouse. We've had hundreds and hundreds of people show up, lines all the way through the store to, to end up getting. So we didn't know what was going to happen. And to try to do the show while this craziness was going to go on would be impossible. So let's, let's pre-tape and it'll be all set. Wouldn't you know it? The election was Tuesday night. He had to stay up late and write his column or whatever he had to do and uh, didn't get much sleep. And he was driving to work to do his radio show, and he gets in a car accident um, Wednesday afternoon driving to work. He fell asleep at the wheel, from what I understand. Is that what happened? Yeah. And uh, had a seatbelt on, thank God, or he'd probably be dead. But the next thing you know, he ends up in the hospital. So he spends yesterday in the hospital, and we said, okay, this thing is going to get scrapped. But I got an email today that says, no, he will be here. And uh, those that are listeners to Howie Carr and he's not on the radio today, what, what's happening? Will he be there? Yes, he will. So uh, if you want to come and wish him well or whatever, that's going to be this Saturday. A two-guy smoke shop in Salem, 11 to 1, the Howie Carr Show. Come sign uh, his neck brace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give you an autograph. Wow. You give him an autograph. Really? It's good. So, uh, so that's that. And uh, we'll be on our regular time next week uh, from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. But... But. We're going to be missing two at the same time. Mr. Jonathan going on another vacation. The only vacation that I've had all year long. Yeah. He's going on another vacation. And Chuck, what do you got going on? Uh, I'm going to be in Indianapolis. The Patriots. With the Patriots working. Yeah. But, uh, oh, he's to... working. Oh, it's a night he's game. Working. He's working. It's a he's night game. Working. And what are you doing? I'll actually be on vacation. <laughs> yeah, <we got> right. <laughs> I, was on, I was not on vacation last week. I was working last week. No bell for that. <laughs> no bell for that. Well, here's what I'm thinking. It's a night game against Indianapolis, and uh, that might mean a later flight in the afternoon on Saturday. If that's the case, I'm going to come by Seabrook. Wow. As I've done before, and just, you know, make sure everything's... And I'd be really appreciative of, of that because I am nervous yeah. about producing the show. You can't be that nervous. You're sitting on this side instead of over there watching what he does. It's one wow. thing to watch, but to actually do. I'm just saying. You, know, you can watch a person run a marathon. But well, I'm not about to attempt to run a marathon. Well, we're going to be doing something new today. We're going to take in the first video caller in the history of the of show. The, of the show. That's, so I am very uncomfortable with that <laughs> because we have not been so good at when we add a new element. It's usually a learning curve. So it's good with taping the show anyway. We but, need a train wreck sound effect just in yeah. case. But then we I think would have could to be play able Barry's play. new bumper when he talks about train wrecks. <laughs> really? Wow. So. Only wow. when it comes to the asylum bit and blowing the best punchline I've ever written. So do you remember the cigar at all? <laughs> We're smoking number 13. We smoked it twice before recently and maybe many times before that. We don't know that. This, this has a distinct taste of the number five. It probably was not cigar <laughs> yeah. number five, but to me it tastes like the number five. Tastes like to number me it tastes like the number four. Three and one is four. I think you would be right there. Number five. Wow. It's number 13. Snubbed. I'll tell you, yeah. number 13 is kind of full-bodied. 
But there's an underlying sweetness, kind of a, a molasses huh? synonym. Go ahead, abuse me. Molasses sedidim. Um, yes. <laughs> molasses sedidim. Yes, because, you know. It's on the periodic table. It's just under paradium. <laughs> yeah. You know, I went to the Porky Pink School of Speech, so, you know. Synonym. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. I feel like I should be surrounded by altar boys. <laughs> yes, it's, a, it's very religious, isn't it? For a religious table. <laughs> Someone's touching me. This is a well-aged cigar. It is not quite full-bodied. I'd say medium plus, a little mi- milder than full-bodied. One thing about this cigar is it started off, I don't want to say non-eventish, but if you're talking about the strength of, and, and full-bodiedness of a cigar, it starts off like lots and lots of flavor, no strength right away, and then, what are we, half an inch in? Yeah. And all of a sudden, boom, It doesn't. it doesn't creep up to its full strength it goes right to the full strength of it would you tend to guess a country of origin on this man it's got some it's got some pepper yeah um, you know it's a coffee see for me there's a very distinct taste that's synonymous with a certain type of wrapper uh, but I don't want to say what it is and sway anybody's opinion. All right. We won't say it. I would venture a guess. I'm not going to, but I would venture a guess on the country of origin. I would. You would. I would. We don't want to sway anybody You listening. If, you, if you're smoking along with us, the whole idea here is to give your opinion of what it is, and we don't want to throw your opinion. Normally, these guys are jumping out, and I appreciate you holding back. It tastes like one country. It smells like another country. I agree. Totally agree. Huh? Totally agree. Nice. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. Nailed it. Can, can you nailed it. You know, I have to widen the doors for him to get through them tonight. I'll just walk behind you. This, this is like... Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. So, uh, listen, uh, let, let's get to uh, this day in classic history. You want some competition? Now's the time to do it. This classic day in history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. We're going to say today is November 8th. We know we're taping it. Today, today is, is November 8th. November 8th. And today's the birth date of Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, chef, Scottish chef, and the television personality who became notorious for criminal and... Oftentimes, belittling people on TV in Hell's Kitchen. He left his chef position in the Rockstore House Hotel in the 1980s after having an affair with the owner's wife. 
But he got a TV oh. show out of it. Yeah, baby. Didn't know that. Today is Gordon Ramsay's birthday. What year was he born, Mr. Jonathan? 1947. 1947. Barry Stein. 1959. 1959. And Chuck? 60. 60. We'll take the point. 66. Okay, today is Tara Reid's birthday. Movie star Tara Reid. Actress. American Pie actress who appeared in Josie and the Pussycats. Days of Our Lives. After debuting in a return to Salem's Lot, she appeared in The Big Lebowski. She appeared as a regular on game game shows. Child's Play. When she was nine years old, she played the role of Vicky in American Pie films. She was engaged to Carson Daly before splitting up in 1975. But today's her birthday, Barry Stein. What year was Tara Reid born? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, spit it out, Junior. 1987. 1987. Chuck. I have 75. 75. I have to go with the same thing Barry had. All right, so two points for Chuck. Get Two the points hell for Chuck. Really? Here. 75 is correct. She's older than I am. Chuck. She looks better. You said what, 85? 75. Oh, he, what did they say, 85? I said 87. Wow. Mm-hmm. Chuck, today is Jack Osborne's birthday. Jack Osborne, TV actor and son of rocker Ozzy Osborne, who starred in the MTV reality show The Osbournes. Um, and then continues his entertainment career as a fitness and travel reporter. He's diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, but today is wow. his birthday. Jack Osborne. 1995, Dave. 1995. What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? 90. 1990. And Barry? 95. What did you say? 95. You guys are all over. 85. 85. You're all over. So today, Mr. Jonathan, is the birthday of Esther Roll. November 8th. Esther Oh, Roll. November 8th. Thank you. Thank you. Are you friggin' kidding me? <laughs> TV actress. is that? TV actress who played J.J.'s mom, Florida Evans, on the TV series Maud and Good Times. She also appeared in the 1998 Down to Delta. She, appeared, she also dated Abe Lincoln. She appeared in the <laughs> 1989 old. film Driving Miss Daisy. Uh, the late, great Esther Roll, born today. What year? Going 39. 1939. Barry Stein. 34. 34. 1930. 1930. You're all over. 1920. Told Ooh. you she dated Lincoln. Why didn't you go with it? Should have. Barry Stein. Today is the birth date of Mary Hart. Remember who Mary Hart is? No. TV show host, famously legs on Entertainment Tonight Show anchor for over 20 ah. years. Her film credits include Jimmy Neutron. Boy Genius and the American Carol. An American Carol. Mary Hart, TV show host from Entertainment Tonight with the Legs. She was born today born with, with the year? Legs. 1954. 1954. Ooh. Chuck. I have 1950, Dave. 1950. Going with 58 for the win, Alec. Uh, Chuck will take two more points. Really? 1950. Wow. Is he Googling this crap? Five to zero to zero. Should we continue? <laughs> No? Yeah, let's get on the board. <laughs> Today is Maury Safer's birthday. Maury Safer, journalist. Maury Povich? News correspondent. You are not who, the father. Who began working for 60 Minutes in 1970 after replacing Harry Reisner. He is a Jewish news correspondent from Toronto and accused by President Johnson of being a communist in reporting bleak news on the Vietnam War. Today is Maury Safer's birthday. Born what year? 
Mr. Jonathan? I uh, object to the randomness of this question, but it is 1901. 1901, Barry Stein. Since I report bad news on cigars, does that make me a cigar communist? 1944. 44, and? I have 1920, Dave. 1920, what did you have, Mr. 1901. Jonathan? 1920, we'll take it. 1931. Wow. Six to zero to zero. I only have one more question. So somebody is not going to get any points here. It's really bad, you guys. Must we tie, Barry? Let's go in on this together. Barry, it's going to you first. Okay. Today is the birth date of Jerry Remy. Oh. Major League Baseball broadcaster and former Major League Baseball player, second baseman. Remy grew up in Somerset, Massachusetts, all-star second baseman, drafted by the California Angels in 1971. Traded to his hometown Boston Red Sox in 1977, became a cult hero among Red Sox fans who elected him the first and only president of Red Sox Nation and granted him the nickname Remdog. Uh, tough family problems. His son was arrested for fatal stabbing of his girlfriend and uh, went to jail for life. Jerry Remy. Today's his birthday. Born today. What do you got, Barry? 1952. 1952. What do you got? It's written down. 1953. 1953. I'm going with Barry's 1952. You going with Barry? Yeah, we're together. We're teamed up. It's 1952. Nice. It's sports, baby. Uh, Just for the record, I just want everyone, all of our listeners, to understand what, what kind of lunatic Barry is. His math was 2014 minus 1571. He came up with 44 and then wrote 1952. This is what I have to deal with day in and day out. And he got it right. And he got it right. Yeah. First of all, that says 1971. Okay. Which was his rookie year. Which which I mentioned. Which means he was drafted in 1971. He was drafted as an 18-year-old. Yeah, Therefore, that's why you he wrote 1571. 18. None of so, that makes sense. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Jack Taranio from Not Taranio Cigars. Oh, no. Uh, why, would they, why would they keep Jack Taranio at Taranio Cigars? It would be crazy. They wouldn't, and they didn't. And uh, that'll be my question. Why? Why did this happen? Nevertheless, Jack Taranio has already landed on his feet and has come out smoking. Stay tuned because Jack Taranio will tell all. Or maybe not. When we return, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? So. I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh, yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. On September 11th this year, the hammer fell on this man, Jack Taranio, who left his business to make a comeback with his family business just in time to be fired. Uh, we had Jack on the Cigar Authority show at the launch of the Sam Lucia Luchador cigar. It was his warm-up, but now it's uh, another warm-up is going to have to take place because he got axed. Uh, before we bring him on, we have a special introduction to Jack Taranio. For those that don't know, Jack was part of the Budweiser Real Men of Genius campaign. The Cigar Authority presents Real Men of Cigars. Real Men of Cigars. Today we salute you, Mr. Jack Tarano. Mr. Jack Tarano. Wearing nothing but a smile and smoking a cigar, you're living the real American dream. Getting paid to think of things to do to cigars naked. Run it free. Sure, there's danger. Sunburns, chafing, and keeping the lit end out of your, well, you know. Watch out now! You're a cigar-smoking man. Not afraid of a little burn, a little toasty nut. In the flavor of your cigar, get your mind out of the gutter, man. You're employed again. So cut open a toasty Roberto Duran cigar, nutty boy. Mr. Nudist Employed Cigar Representative Man. Because we all know, when the going gets tough, the tough get naked. And with us right now, if this works, is Jack Tarano. Are you there? 
I, I am here, fellas. How you doing? It's good. How was that? Was that any good? <laughs> that was amazing. Who wrote that? <laughs> that would be uh, that would be one David Garofalo. I wrote it, but that was uh, that was Chuck uh, doing the singing, and we just had a little fun with it last night, knowing you were going to come on. So. <laughs> wow, we should have uh, we should have hired you when we were doing that. Campaign. <laughs> I don't know Some what was scarier. What was sca- what was scarier, Chuck's? Singing, well, the fact that David was thinking of you naked, smoking yeah. a cigar. So. I'm naked below the waist. Nice. TMI. So, so uh, Jack, you, you were in the family business there for a while. You left it to have a career in um, advertising and promotions. And you left it. You went, made your way all the way back down to uh, Miami, get back in with the family business. You were very excited about it. You came up here to New Hampshire. We spent a day together. And you said, no, this is it. I'm going all the way with this thing. And then uh, just about a month ago, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes this information that uh, the company is being sold. And you, are, you, along with everybody else, is fired. How did that feel? It, it, it was unreal, Dave. It was uh, it was uh, September 11th, 2014. Yes, a it day was. I will never forget. Really, really, yeah. my uh, God. We, there had been there had been hints that uh, that something was going to happen, but we, we never imagined that. Um, Charlie had uh, had mentioned about a new direction. Yeah, I'll that say. Direction didn't include us, but <laughs> my God! Now, uh, Charlie is what to you? How how are you related to that family? Char- Charlie's my second cousin. I'm first cousins to his dad. Okay. My I third be- generation Tarano. He is fourth. I believe the answer Dave was looking for is dead. He is dead <laughs> to you. <laughs> he is dead to me. <laughs> so so there was there was no package. There was no nothing. It was like okay, we're completely out in. Uh, can we have the keys to the car back, right? I mean, it was over. I left, uh, I left holding my package, yes. <laughs> <laughs> As we heard in his bumper. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's good. Um, there, there, uh, you know, there was, uh, there, there, there was, uh, there was very little. There, very little, Dave. I mean, uh, listen, I, 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 along with every other employee, sunk our heart and soul into that company. It was very, very uh, depressing in the end. Uh, very heartbreaking. Um, uh, I don't know what was more heartbreaking, what 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 happened, or that 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 general felt that they didn't need, have a need for for a Torano to sell Torano family cigars. Because I, I actually always assumed that you know the, the writing was on the wall, something was going on. We could tell there was there was something. Uh, me and my cousin Carlos would talk a lot, and and uh, we always thought, well, if the worst thing that could happen is for Charlie to sell the company, but surely whoever he sells to will. It, it may end up. It may end up as a better position for us because how are you going to sell Tarano family cigars without the family? And right. I, I guess they're trying to figure that out. I find it so bizarre that um, you know people attach their family to it and they talk family so much, and then something like this goes down and screw the family basically, and it's uh, you know it's all about us and that's it. And I'll see you later. Uh, yeah. it, it's disheartening, and, I, and I'm sorry to hear it when when that uh, went down. Um, you know, I was worried about all you guys, what was end up happening. And it wasn't one day later that, uh, the word came out that everybody was let down, let go. And I, I went to Barry and I said, well, it certainly doesn't mean, uh, Jack is gone. Right. And he goes, everybody is gone. I was ama- It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it, it was a shocking, uh, morning that morning. Um, there, there uh, uh, Charlie had called us into an 8am meeting. 
and uh, we thought it was the plan for the future, and in a way, it was. It was. But, yeah. <laughs> I hate. I hate was, to laugh. And words I... I'll never forget. He, in yeah. the conference room, he just said to me. Uh, um, he said to me and my cousin Carlos. He said, "Boys, the news is bad. As of yesterday at 5 p.m., the company's been sold to General." And uh, each each word out of his uh, mouth after that, the news was worse and worse and worse. Ugh. I kept expecting to hear something, but General has a great job for you, but this and this and this, but and, and <laughs> it never came. <laughs> so, so and, and there's no, uh, you know, here's a uh, six month pay or anything like that to get you through. Yeah, we all we all we all uh, we all got a got a small severance. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, I it, I don't think it it got as far as six months, but but it it was enough to get us. Um, yeah, you weren't old, out, out on the street at that point per se. Yeah, yeah, it was enough to get us to our next job. I mean, uh, well, our sales team was really really good out there. Um, Yaka, my cousin, is is uh, you know we we have a passion for this industry, and I guess it it showed, and uh, and the interest was almost immediate from uh, from other companies. So. Uh, you know, from from him and uh, and uh, our Florida rep Armando landing at Gurkha to Brian McGee in Texas landing at Crown Heads to me uh, Miguel Shodell and uh, Frank Cuden, our Mid Atlantic rep landing with us at Roberto P Duran and uh, and our Midwest rep Calvin Woods he uh, he ended up with House of Emilio so. Very quickly, everybody landed on their feet. Yeah, it's only been about 30 days now, and, and all you guys found a home. So that says something about you guys were certainly trained well, and uh, people mm-hmm. saw that there's a value for you. You know, I looked at it as, as really bad timing because the trade show already has already happened. The IPCPR, yeah. where moves like that usually happen, it's already uh, come and gone. And I'm like, oh, these guys are going to have it tough through the long winter that's, that's about to happen. And uh, thank God, thank God for you guys uh, landing on your feet so quick. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you, have you heard anything back uh, from the Taranio family, the other Taranio family since that? Uh, in terms of, well, I got a lot of nieces, nephews, and cousins that were mighty upset. Yeah, yeah. My brother was mighty upset. Uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot of upset Taranios out there. Um, but not, you know, from from Charlie and and those guys. Well, Charlie, already- well, I, you know, I, I stayed on another week and a half, closing everything out, as did my cousin Carlos, and then um, and then. Basically, I've had very little contact with Charlie since then. Yeah, I would. I would have loved to hear. Don't worry about a thing. I got your back. But has Carlos landed anywhere yet? Carlos. Carlos is a Gurkha. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> Carlos and Armando are a Gurkha. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it's a terrible, uh, you know, and we have terrible news. It's not terrible news for them because they got their payday or whatever. But it's a shame that the uh, Tarano family of cigars is not with a Tarano family, and you would think it would be at least offered to people in the family before it goes away. And, uh, you know, we've seen uh, brands sell out <clears throat> in the past, and uh, it's a shame what happens to some of them. Some of them move on and end up becoming bigger than they were, but then some of them just end up in catalogs, and it's all over, and uh, it just becomes a, a label that they attach to a, a low-priced cigar, and I'm afraid that's what's going to happen with Tarano cigars. Do you have any uh, opinion on that, where it's going to go? It's like you told me, Dave, on, uh, on on Cinco de Mayo. You told me it's checkmate, my friend. <laughs> right. I, I hate to, you know this one. I hate it to be right at. You know, I have I have theories of of decisions that are going to be made, but uh, that that's how I felt then, and that was that was September. I mean, that was in May, and uh, 
It's unfortunate it happened, period. But, uh, listen, I feel for you. But, uh, you know, sometimes uh, one door closes and a bitter, bigger and better door opens. And I think that might be for you because I've certainly had samples of the cigars. We took the uh, Azan on already. And uh, this this is a, a company, um, Roberto P. Duran, that is an, an up-and-comer as far as we can see. I don't know a lot about them, but maybe you can tell us a little about them. Well, well. First and foremost, my, my, I've, I've known Roberto for, for a few years now, and, and, and I've seen the passion he has, and I hung out with him at this year's trade show, oddly enough. And, uh, and I've always admired him and admired his background, working with Havanos and, uh, and uh, taking Cuban cigars to Asia and to the Canadian market and to Europe. And, and uh, he, he's got quite the, the, the track record um, um, in this industry. So, I mean... Um, I had quite a few interviews, but first and foremost, I wanted to I wanted to land with somebody that had that ha- that had a passion that 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 really had that fire um, in his belly for the for this industry. And 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 secondly, I wanted to land somewhere where you could carry the cigar so I could hang out with you guys. There we go. <laughs> nice plug, <laughs> really, Jack. Given your background in advertising and in marketing, do you ha- are you playing a, a role with Roberto Duran at all on the advertising side, Abs- or are you absolutely, just- absolutely? I'm 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 bal- it, It's a balancing act right now. I'm I'm, I'm officially uh, the the sales manager for Florida and the Caribbean. Um, but I'm also handling uh, and helping out with marketing and advertising. And the team uh, that we built at Taranio with uh, the PR team of Gabriel and Liza at Creativas and, and, uh, and Umberto Arias at, uh, at, at, uh, at Cigar Packaging Design, they're, they're along. They were actually with Roberto before I came along. Okay. So it was an easy transition, and we all work, work very well together. So, so, uh, so. You know, I have at least once a week, I have entire office days where I'm working on marketing and, and branding and, and POS materials. And I mean, this company was just in, in, in the beginning stages of trying to take it to the next level, which is why they started hiring all of us. So talk about a door opening. I mean, you end up landing the Caribbean as your territory <laughs> Not so, bad. Uh, in the winter time. <laughs> it beats Salem, uh, New Hampshire. I'll yeah, tell you that. Does. That's for sure. This company is, is a vertically integrated company, though, right? They, 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 it's from seed to finish? Uh, absolutely. We own about 300 acres of a wrapper, uh, a farm growing Ecuadorian wrapper. Um, uh, in Ecuador, and uh, and then we own our own factory, Nica Tobacco and Esteli. So uh, hopefully one day you guys can all come down and, and, and tour the factory and, and see how things are rolled and uh, and, and and produce. I mean, uh, Roberto's uh, old school. He he's bringing back this uh, evolution and progressive flavor uh, um, idea of how he rolls uh, how, how the factory rolls and in, in the, the way it was done in, in Cuba. So uh, so it's very cool. It's something I'm pretty sure Barry would be very interested in. What can you tell us about that, that process and how it uh, affects the overall um, performance of the cigar and what it brings to the consumer? Well, the, the, a, a cigar like a great song to me should, should build. I mean, it should, it should be complex, but it should build in flavor. And, uh, and, and this method of rolling does that. It, 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 it doesn't punch you in the face when you first light it, and, uh, and, and the flavors build throughout. Um, uh, it's very unique. It's it's something that that you have to smoke and experience to to get an idea of what what I'm talking about. But it's uh, 
something I really didn't know, didn't know, didn't know about when I started uh, a, a few weeks ago. So uh, very cool. Well, I'll, very- say, I'll say this: smoking is on Burgundy. It does have a different factor, so to speak, than some other cigars on the market. Um, of what's currently in the portfolio from Roberto Duran cigars, what do you find yourself smoking the most? Uh, the Asan Maduro has uh, quickly risen to the top of uh, of the list for me. That, that that Maduro is just full of flavor, and uh, I, I've I've liked Maduros for a while now. Uh, quickly followed by the Premium, um, just just amazing cigars. The Premium to me is a little bit milder, um, so so I'll have it earlier in the day. But that that Maduro. I'm, I'm, I'm depleting their inventory. Yeah. <laughs> now they're uh, they're growing a lot of tobacco, so obviously they sell tobacco to other people, right? Yeah, we we, we sell to Placencia, to Oliva, um, and in exchange we get some filler from them because uh, that that that's the area where uh, the only area we're missing. Okay, so, which is the easiest so part of all. Wrapper is the is the gold, right? I mean, that's what people are looking for. That is, yeah. that is, that is that that Ecuador Criollo wrapper that 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 we grow over there is a is a Cuban seed that that I don't believe from from what I've been learning it's 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 a Cuban seed that nobody is using it was a it was a Cuban seed that was very susceptible to to disease years and years ago and was re scientifically altered or, or, or they, they did some work on it in a lab in Stanford and wow. then sent it back. No kidding. And now it's just, it's just got this beautiful color and, 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 uh, and flavor. So it's, well, uh, well, we get, we have the, um, the burgundy one and we've smoked it already, uh, on the show. And, uh, I was, uh, blown away with it because of the low price that it is, the Robusto at, at around $4, right? That's right. right yeah. Unheard of for the, for the quality cigar it is, but there are no big sizes of it. Uh, Robusto is as big as it gets as a Corona Robusto. Why, why no big sizes? Is it a, is it a leaf problem as far as making a, a Churchill or something like that with it? No, I mean, I mean, we're, we're working on, 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 I mean, if you if you notice, a lot of the a lot of the cigars have very similar sizes. Yep. I mean, the Baracoa has nine sizes. The you know there, there's there's a a six fifty six, a six sixty, a six fifty four. We're trying to we're trying to change things around there and 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 um and, and try to come up with some bigger sizes. Although bigger sizes seem to be kind of going by the wayside. I mean, at least down here in Miami, the 660, which was very big out there. I don't know what's going on in New Hampshire. but Yeah, it is big up here, and I, I don't necessarily have to be a 60 ring gauge, but you'd think, you know, 6-inch, uh, 7-inch or something uh, yeah. in the length. But as the winter comes, uh, you're going to see uh, here in uh, um, up north uh, in our area, the bigger sizes do start slowing down, and then the summer comes in and the bigger sizes get popular again. Who knows? But it's interesting to see, as, as I look at the portfolio uh, on smaller sizes, as, as you have, that, um, uh, you know, maybe it is time to zag when everybody else is zigging. I, I see everybody adding on the big, you know, 70 ring gauges and things like that. And here you guys are at, I believe, a 52 is yeah. the biggest uh, biggest you have on the Yazan side of it anyway. Does that have anything to do with the origin of the company being from Cuba? Or was it 1928 the, the line was created? Yeah, the Asan line was uh, was originally from 1928, and, and Roberto does favor those traditional Cuban sizes. He he, he does favor that. So yeah, that's it. I that's mean, I haven't I haven't. Go ahead, go ahead. 
Go ahead. Yep. I, I haven't spent enough enough time with him to know if he's completely against, uh, but I know we, we carry the 660 and some of the brands anyways. I, I, I truly don't don't think he'll go any bigger than that. I know he's not a fan of the 770s yeah, and yeah. the 780s. And the, no, nor am I, but, you know, the fact of the matter is a retailer, it sells. I mean, that's the point of it. But uh, Azan was a Cuban cigar brand owned by the Chinese? Yeah, it was the Chinese. Uh, the, uh, it was Chinese-Cuban-owned. Wow. And then, uh, and it was, uh, it was, uh, the grandkids of the Assan side of it that, uh, um, one, one, one of the, the granddaughters is married to Roberto. And, oh, wow. And, and, uh, he, he ended up, uh, bringing that back. So and it, it has a rich history and he's brought it back with everything it, it stood for before. Now, well, I, I noticed going through the portfolio, Jack, that a lot of the sizes are very close. They're just slight variations, a half an inch longer here, two ring gauge there. I noticed that, too. <laughs> yeah. is, there, is there any thought to maybe broadening that out a little bit and spacing out the sizes? There is a reason why Robusto, Toro, and Churchill sell, and it's because Absolutely. one doesn't really look like the other, and you can understand why there's a 50-cent difference between the sizes. Just from a, a consumer's point of view, looking at it, any talk about possibly spreading those sizes out a little bit and thinning out the line? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. We, we we talk about that weekly. Um, um, I, I definitely think uh, the, the our portfolios in in a in in a very transitional phase right now, and 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 we're looking at all those things. Like I like I was mentioning, the Roberto Pedram Premium has a six fifty four, a six fifty six, and a six sixty. Right. That, that was odd to me right off the bat. I mean, yeah. you know, I know this 54 is 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 basically a torpedo, but I, I, I don't know. They're they're very similar to me, and I'd like to see a, a little bit more uh, variation in those sizes. All right, so it's a new, fresh company anyway. It's gonna it's gonna clean up its act and try to figure out uh, the right places for that. And that's why they got people like you on board, and they brought some new people in to actually uh, you know explain to them of uh, the U.S. Uh, market is different than the, the market they're dealing with. So uh, I hope yeah, they listen. I mean, listen this, yeah. this, this cigar is already launched in, in Hong Kong. It's, it's launched in Europe, and, and it's, in, it's in a lot of places around the world. Um, it's just a matter of getting the word out in the U.S., um, which is the strongest cigar market in the world. And, uh, and uh, I think the cigars are fantastic, and once people, uh, once people try them, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll They'll really love it. My concern is is that the cigar does take off, and it is so good. I love it. I smoke it at least a couple times a week, uh, the, the Burgundy line. Uh, any fear of not being able to keep up with production once the U.S. does take off? Because at a low, let's face it, right now low-priced cigars are moving. You're in that $4 range. Someone picks that thing up. They love it. They're getting basically an $8 cigar for 4 bucks. Right. I mean, what a value. Any fear that you're not going to be able to keep up with production, or are you guys all set for that? Well, not 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 necessary, not not really in the immediate future. I mean, listen, they've been they've been producing this Asan for for three years, and it's really only been available in Florida. And right after the show, you guys had some of it, but uh, uh, we got a lot of it that is aging nicely, and uh, and there's enough for the near future. And and that factory is producing more and more every day. And right now, supply is far exceeding demand. So we, we hope to level that field. Now you have a, a even lower price cigar, which is basically a, a bundle in a, in a box. Uh, Unbelievable 
<laughs> Unbelievable yeah, well, I mean, cigar. Well, I, it may be even better. What, what are you guys thinking as far as coming, and, and not in an insulting way at all, but coming out with such great cigars at such a low price, why not charge for it and make the money? You could, you could get uh, six yeah. or eight dollars for the, that. The prices of the Baracoa shocked me. And uh, I went like a couple of weeks before I even smoked it because I was a little bit nervous to smoke it based on those prices. And, and then I started smoking it. And the, it has three box presses in that line. And they are so good. It's unreal. I mean, it's got a beautiful Criollo wrapper. And I mean, I, 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 I love that cigar now. And, and it's hard to imagine that it's just a notch above a bundle brand. Well, hey, Jack Tarano, thank you for joining us. You're actually the first guest we ever had that wasn't uh, right here beside us. So uh, thanks for doing Nobody's the test with us. With a tin sign? What is it? Nobody's going to hit me with a tin sign? No. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. That's right. Uh, I, actually, I actually thought that was going to be my intro. You show in the video. Me there we go. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Listen, we wish you the best of luck. We're thinking about you all the time. When this happened, man, we're well wishes. We hope everybody lands on their feet. It was terrible that happened, but my belief is that uh, you're in a better place right now. Absolutely. It's my belief, too, and thank you guys for the support. Thank you guys for... For always thinking of us, Barry, Jonathan, Dave, you love you it. guys. Man. Thank I you. Hope you. Be up there soon. Okay, when we come back, uh, you heard uh, Jack's intro. Uh, we all tried our hand at that intro. You're going to hear uh, our uh, version of it when From we come bad back. To worse. From bad to worse is right. We got uh, questions in the mailbag, events, promotions coming up. Old Fart Freddie in the Aging Room, General Ch- Gentleman Chuck Morrison. We'll get Debonair with us and lots more. We'll be back in just a minute with our number two. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. You're not going to... Oh, I'm sorry. You're yeah, not I gonna... was spacing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you're smoking cigar number 13 from your Blind Tasters Challenge, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. I thought Barry had that segment now. Wow. <laughs> and just a friendly reminder that if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating and review up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or... Mention us on Facebook. We'll be right back with hour number two right here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Every time. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout. And you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. 
and bromance. That's right, bromance. United Cigar, available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars, you don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And Ray. The authority on everything cigar. In. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Yeah. Woo! Shake and Light them up, everybody. We're back live on tape from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And in this hour, we got Cigar News with Barry. We're going to open up the mailbag. We'll, we'll get debonair with gentleman Chuck Morrison. we got Old Fat Freddy just waiting in the aging room. And we'll look to our calendar of upcoming events interviews, and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, we are high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop in the Rainbow Fabulous Studio. (laughs) And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. We need a sponsor for the name of the studio. Bad. (laughs) We need a sponsor. Come on, LFD. Tune in at The Cigar Authority and watch us live or catch the podcast on demand you simply find us on itunes or youtube where you can set it and forget it on both and we have uh wrapping up cigar number 13 this is in the blind taste test these are the finalists the last two to make it through all the way through it's 13 versus 14 we'll take our last pull on the cigar i found it to be uh closer to full yeah, a uh, little bit of a sweet under or overtone, depending on how you want to work. Yeah, it's got some sweetness. The verbiage. A um, little bit of spice, a little bit of pepper. Very flavorful. This is it, right? We're just going with it. And the, the amazing thing about it, it's your voice. <laughs> it's your <laughs> voice. Sounds an awful lot yeah. like me. Every bit <laughs> is in your voice. You only, you only have one voice. Hey. I feel like, you know, what is it, in excess, bow down to the one before you serve? I feel ah, like you have bowed you down. Ah. Yeah, is that what's going you, on here? You may want to check your feelings on that, son. <laughs> Cigar number 14, this is dark as that. Uh, would you call either of these Maduro? I would say the first one is Maduro. They both could be, right? 
They both Medu- definitely have that appearance. That well, dark appearance. This one is definitely darker than 13. No, not no. on mine. Come on. Yeah, they're they, about the same no, shade, man. Not on mine. This is one's, lighter, I'd say. Let me get the official Mr. Jonathan light out it, here. One, one's brown, dark brown, yeah. 20, and the other one's... They're pretty darn yeah. close, my man. If they're Maduro, they're real Maduro. Maduro meaning ripe. It is not colored in any way. It's not uh, stain or dye or anything like that. If, when you see a black, black cigar, folks, it's not real. We're not going to mention Onyx, but let's say there was a <laughs> cigar out there that was dyed. It would rhyme with Onyx. <laughs> yeah. The foot of the cigar to me smells like duck sauce. Duck sauce. Duck sauce. <laughs> Got to hit it. All right. Yeah. Because it does. Because he's right. There is, there, so is the sweetness. there is certainly some orange going on, which is the pro- predominant flavor in duck sauce. <laughs> orange. <laughs> but duck sauce is more fun to say. I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> duck sauce. That was good. I have to, I, I'm going to pat you on the back for that one, big guy. Because he's was, got it? He nailed that. Because he's got it. You know how he's right? 275 <laughs> retail shows across the country. That's why he's right. Woof. Woof. What was the name of that movie? Uh, City Slickers. City Slickers. Yeah. 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 City Slickers. Blazing Saddles is excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> I get those two confused all the time. So I liked number 13. They maybe come here often. I liked it. It was no. good. So A uh, little bit stronger than what I think what I would smoke all the time. And you know what? It's been a little while since lunch, uh, which the wonderful Eric Hansen yes. is yeah. kind of to set us up with lunch today. He knows how to get to us. Let me Dude, tell you this. Get to our stomachs. Although today's lunch was spectacular, yeah. uh, if Eric Hansen, if you ever have a chance to have Eric Hansen cook for you, please take him up on it. Yeah, he Eric, is I, unbelievable. You've had Eric Hansen cook for you? Eric Hansen said, I want to make you guys lunch one day in Nashua. And he, what did he come in with? A tenderloin? Yep, he's the iron chef. Grilled it up. Wow. There was all sorts of. Other meat wrapped around the meat. You know what? I'm not surprised. Meat infused yeah. meat. Oh, it's crazy. All right, let's get to this one. Number 14. That's all we know about it right now. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands are raising prices, Perdomo actually cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And here it is. Is your lighter right there. Just there letting you know. Fit. What kind of lighter is it? This is the Burgundy. It's twenty four ninety nine. Way underpriced. This is the black label. Black label Burgundy. And as I push down on it, the top slides open. You yeah. think I said, is this a slider? You said no. no you would sliders. think it's called it should be called slider because it's sliding on the top. Well the other one's called the slider because when you push the thing down and you slide the whole thing. Yeah. This could be called a slider too, but it's not. It's black label, which to the Vertigo people, the black label was the top end of the Vertigo. Yeah, so they go from a high end of fifteen dollars right. to twenty four ninety nine. So you look at this and you say a hundred bucks all day long. Oh my God! Bullet punch if on this, the bottom. If this big wheel came from any other company, which by the way, there is a major company out there that buys their lighters from these folks' factory. Uh, we won't mention any names, but. This lighter all day long would be $100 from another manufacturer, but they own the factory. Right. We're direct to consumer here. Boom. Right? And what are we talking? Twenty four ninety nine. I said uh, that Unbelievable. Twenty four ninety nine. It would make an excellent Christmas gift. It sure would. It sure would. Pinpoint accurate. It's a single jet. I like a single jet, uh, especially for indoor uh, toasting of the cigar. I can pinpoint exactly the spot that I want on it. You know Andy's and Andy's. 
Andy Numbers Nelson that's watching us here. I'm a little. Why is your tax guy here? I'm a little nervous. Well, he was here earlier in the week, and I didn't beat him up enough that uh, because he was here with a young lady. Well, here's so, so he thinks it's safe. It's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> there was some serious fallout from that meeting, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> the young lady is the maybe the new accountant because she's ready for retirement. I don't know. He doesn't look old enough to retire. <laughs> he isn't old enough. But he just plays it that way. Definitely a, a more fluid draw than number thirteen. This one, this one does have a more uh, a more fluid draw. I'm going to go with that. Barry. Meaning what? Easier draw? A little yes. easier, yeah. I don't like to use the term "easy draw" because it makes it sound underfilled. Which well, it's this cigar one. is not. Yeah, it's like a straw. It draws the, like a straw. These are the finalists. I mean, these, these went through and for right reason, right? I mean, <laughs> money shots, totally. double money shots, totally. But, but it's amazing that there, we, there was lighter cigars in there. There were lighter in flavor cigars. There were lighter in, in uh, taste cigars. There was bigger cigars. These two are the final ones, and they're both dark. Yeah. By looking at them, you would maybe not even choose them. If you're, True. you know, the average cigar smoker would look at them and maybe not even choose them. But this is the whole idea of this. You, you're not choosing them. The 400-plus people that ended up joining this didn't have any idea what they were going to be uh, getting. They spent $99 on this package, and they didn't know. They got eight cigars, and they got four cigars and two cigars. The eight cigars were all different. Then it's four cigars from the eight cigars and two cigars left over from the uh, initial eight and four. Right. I got we smoked this three times. Yep. Just in the, in the past few weeks, we smoked this yep. cigar three times. Three times. I don't recall back of yeah. I couldn't tell you which yeah. one this was, mm. but what I'm what I'm going to think. My theory is the consumer that would buy in on a blind tasting pack is the consumer that is going to be the geekier of the customer. They're going to be the guy that would bounce around from cigar to cigar looking for that next best thing, and this is why you end up with two. What I have to guess, and only from the initial light of this and smoking the other one, fuller bodied. Yeah, I mean, I don't Fuller remember flavored. all the cigars I smoke, but I, I have a feeling, from what I can remember, that these might be the two strongest of the cigars. And that's interesting, considering what I asked you guys at lunch today. If you remember, I asked you, what do consumers mostly request yeah. when they come into the store? What Mild. was your answer? The, Mild. The number one. That would be the regular guy, but he would not allow me to go pick, what are we talking, 16 cigars? Yeah. 14 cigars. 14 right. cigars. You know, just take pick 14 cigars, anything you want. Yeah. No, he would say pick mild cigars. And if right. I ended up grabbing this cigar, whatever it is, he'd say, no, he doesn't want this one. Right. Right? Most and likely. what's interesting is that each winner, each advancing cigar is voted upon by the participants. That's right. Correct. So they're voting with their palate. Yeah, but I imagine, like Jonathan is saying, that the participant is the guy that would smoke the fuller body. Also, he'd yeah. take a chance. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you give me. If you're a hot wing guy and you do them super hot, right? And you say, I, I don't care which hot wings you give me. It doesn't matter. But the guy that likes it mild would say, Don't get me the hot ones. No, yeah. right. you know, whatever sandwich you get, no hots. You know. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, call. each week I've had to give Ed the number of which cigar advanced, so he would know what to send out. Right. And like in one verse two, three verse four, eight verse nine. The stronger of the two cigars is the number that I had given Ed. 
And that's well. We don't necessarily. I'm not. I'm, gonna, well, I'm mean, not going to argue with I you. I mean, be, to us, to me, I've dealt with you in senior yeah, right. memory. You may not have that completely accurate. I'm just okay. throwing that out there. But I know, like one verse two, we told them which one won. It was the stronger of the two. Three verse four, the to stronger of the two, to me. Yeah. Right. Which hey, we'll see how it plays out. It's going to be interesting either way. We're going to have that on the show on November 22nd. We'll be here with Steve Saka. He's the former president of Drew Estates. We can talk to him about his exit and what's happening in the cigar industry also. I wanted to get a little into, into Jack of what he thought was going yeah. on here also, but we'll have him on again for have sure. You, have you shared your conspiracy theory with Jack yet? No, I have not. Um, but uh, not in its iteration that we have now. Listen, I can. I, I Dave is a, yeah. Dave is an ever evolving conspiracy I gave theorist. Him, <laughs> I, I gave him a little conspiracy theory on May fifth. Yeah, yeah. When he was up, he even mentioned that there. Yeah, I said, "Hey, checkmate. This is what's going on here." And uh, you know, after this ends up happening, his eyes opened wide, and it's like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't say it, man. I like I told all our listeners. I explain why I yeah. think what yeah, I think. Yeah, you're not just throwing yeah. crap against the wall. Yeah, yeah. But this is the reason why I think it is. And you know, a lot of it comes from 30 years in the business. Of this is what I see, and this is why. Because the the, the question is why? Why was Tarano making the moves that they were making, and it was for the sellout? That's what was going yeah, on. Yeah, you see a company that starts to just bump up numbers for the sake of bumping up numbers is a reason why they're doing it. Yeah. So, so Dave, you're going on an interesting trip on Tuesday. I am. Uh, this is my uh, maybe fifth time um, <laughs> heading I out. You were to say final. No, <laughs> I say it every single time. I say it every single time, and I and I have left before, and they pull me back in, as they say in um, the Godfather Part Three. Uh, just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. Um, the Davidoff Advisory Board, very interesting, though. It is very interesting every year that um, they show us what they plan on doing the following year. So, I mean, we, and we get sworn to secrecy, Barry, uh, <laughs> of some of the things. Some of the things they say, okay, this is all right, and stuff. some of the stuff they say, please swear you won't so uh, we reveal this. We can't wire you? No, you know, and, it, and it's because they worry about that they're f- so far away from making it happen. Maybe it's not going to happen until they're going to show it at the trade show in July. They're afraid if they give too much time to the other manufacturers that they'll actually do the same thing. Yeah. So they want to keep it quiet for that reason. Uh, obviously, they want as much advertising and promotion as they can get. But if they get it too early, because their competition, right. uh, an well, opportunity. A company to do that. the size of Davidoff would be like the Titanic. And I'm not just making a sinking reference. I'm saying the size of that ship to get it to make a, a 90 degree turn or a 180 degree turn takes an eternity. Right. And getting that information out too early, the other smaller ships may be able to turn a little quicker. Look what they have done over the past couple of years. Pretty though. amazing. You know, they did the Davidoff Nicaraguan, and, you know, I knew in advance that they were going to end up pulling us off. And let me tell you, risky chance. Yeah. If it ended up being a bomb, oh, my God, they would have mud on their face, and it would have hurt yeah. their whole brand. Quite the contrary. It did the opposite. They take on Camacho. They pay big money for that company, and then they change everything of it. All the money they spent, and they're going to make drastic changes like that, boom. That one pays off, too. Big yeah. time. I mean, they're batting a 1,000 here at this point. I'm really anxious to see what they have. I know they got big plans for Avo. I know they have big plans for Winston Churchill. Remember Winston Churchill? I remember He's coming Winston back. Churchill. Great cigar. Talk about bad timing. It came out in 2007 at the tail end when the economy crunched. Yeah. 
at that point, and they came up with a very high-end cigar at that price. We had it on the show. People weren't willing to spend that kind of money on a brand they didn't know. I think there was a size called the Marrakesh or something close to that that I used to smoke all the time. Yeah, great cigar. Whatever was left of that, I filled my humidors up, remember? I was smoking them every day. Please tell me when you come back, just – you can be off the air, but that they're going to change it and only have freaking Churchill's. Wouldn't you imagine the Winston Churchill – one size. There should be no Robusto. There should be no Toro. There should be no – Torpedo. It should be Winston Churchill. You can have that for free and pretend like it's your idea because you're going to anyways. Well, they're listening anyway because I hear that they listen to the show. I know Tom Reiner does. Absolutely. I love Tom Reiner. Hi, Tom. Tom. (laughs) So we'll see what they have anyway. It's an interesting thing, but I will come back with information that I can't tell, and I will come back with information that I can tell, and I will tell what I can, and I'll be, uh, you know, uh, I put this hat on. It says the advisory board. Actually, it's a a shirt, but I'm there for advice. During the meeting, do you interrupt like I do sometimes when we're having our meetings, and I go, is this for the show? Is this not for the show? Do you say that to them? (laughs) They come right out and say, okay, don't take any pictures. You, Dave. Don't say anything. Not for the show. They mean you, Dave. (laughs) But uh, I, I'm going to try to calm down a little bit. I get very excited. I get worked up. I'm there to advise, so I strongly give my opinion. I disagree. I, no, I vehemently, I vehemently disagree. I usually vehemently disagree with things. And uh, But listen, they're batting a 1,000, so who am I to say? Uh, but I'm there for my opinion. I, I am the leader of my own opinion. And well, I would say the re- part of the reason they have to be batting a 1,000 is bringing people like yourself in, uh, having this advisory I board. Don't, right? I don't know. A lot of it is this is what we're doing. What do you think? <laughs> you know, it, I can say I don't like it all I want. This we is already what had 10,000 boxes made. It's yeah, that's, this is happening. So I don't know how much we really have, but it's very, very interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. I'll be there Tuesday, flying in. Wednesday, we'll have the meeting all day. I'll fly back on Thursday, and we'll do the show next week, actually, without Mr. Jonathan, Correct. without Chuck. And, Hopefully. Uh, I don't have to worry about you uh, beating us up. Hopefully, we will, we will air. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, remains to be seen. A few new cigars have hit the shelf this week. Yeah, yeah. we had a couple of new cigars that arrived at uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, Nashua, and Salem, as well as TwoGuysCigars.com. The first of them being the Viva Republica Guerrilla Warfare, which is blended by Jason Holly at the La Aurora Factory in the Dominican Republic. It's available in one size at five and a quarter by 43 and features a blended Small. tobacco from five different countries. Small cigar. Small cigar. Wow. Also, a new, Corona? Uh, yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. Another new cigar to hit this week is the Alec Bradley Fine and Rare. Here we go. Which is available in one size as well. This one's at 7 by 54 This cigar is very limited in production, limited to 3,000 boxes wow. worldwide. It's hot every year. Of 10 cigars. The blend features 10 different types of components of tobacco. Ten uh, different types. Last of year, components. okay. The year before, well, outstanding types yes. of tobacco. Uh, you may be one year off. 2011 yeah. was outstanding. 2013, uh, 12 was a little flat, and then 2013. Is this what this is? No, this is 2014. Okay, so 2013 was, the, was very good. What was the first year it came out? Do you remember? Was it 11 or was it 10? Because I remember the first year it came out. Bad drawer issues. Really? Yeah, and it was every even on the forums reading about it, everybody was complaining about the drawer issues. Well, as a retailer, I didn't, I didn't hear it much. I didn't hear thankfully, it. Thankfully, since then, they haven't had drawer issues. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And those are the new cigars for this week. All there right, we this go. This is the moment I've been waiting for. All right, so as we got that little intro to Jack, which is the real men of genius, uh, I thought of it just 
yesterday yeah. and said, um, yeah, it was yesterday. And I said, hey, how about if we intro him in there? Because he was part of the team that put that real men of genius thing together. Yeah. Which so, was an awesome advertising campaign. Oh, yes, I, mean, I think it was the best ever. Totally. I mean, it was great. It totally. went on for many years, and uh, hopefully he made a killing on it. But um, he ended up leaving that business to actually go to Tarano. Yeah. And then in, a, in how many years was he with Tarano? Couple of years, yeah, two, uh, two three, three years, at least I think. three. Yeah, three years, yeah. And, and then that's it. Boom. So uh, he gave up his his great gig that he was rocking on. Says, okay, I got a life with with Tarano. Not true. And hopefully he's got a big life uh, coming up with um, Roberto P. Duran cigars. But uh, I thought it would be fun. I wrote a little script. I sent it off to to uh, Play Chuck. first. I, yeah, I played. play Dave's first. <laughs> I, I think Dave's was the winner myself. Really? I'm not just saying that. Yeah, I, I had the benefit of recording mine after listening to both David's and Jonathan. So I had a little bit of an advantage in the production of it. But, so we uh, had fun with you it. You had me laughing out loud, man. Yeah. <laughs> so should we, should we go with it? Go with yeah, it. Go with it. The Cigar Authority presents Real Men of Cigars. Real Men of Cigars. Today we salute you, Mr. Jack Tarano. Mr. Jack Tarano. Wearing nothing but a smile and smoking a cigar, you are living the American dream. Running free. Getting paid just to think up things to do with cigars. Naked. Watch out now. Sure, there's danger, sunburns, chafing, and keeping the lid end out of your... Well, you know, you're employed again. You're a cigar-smoking man, not afraid of a little burn, a toasty nut. In the flavor of your cigars, get your mind out of the gutter, man. Mr. Nudist Employed Cigar Representative Man. So open up a toasty Roberto Duran cigar, nutty boy, because we all know when the going gets tough, the tough... Get naked. <laughs> Tough get naked. I wonder, I wonder how many people are listening to this at home <laughs> yeah. and their dogs are barking like crazy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I did it right on my computer at the so, desk. Five the, minutes. Now, the, the thing about it is I felt very self-conscious about trying to sing because in, they use a really good singer on those background yeah. parts. Unlike, unlike, unlike us. Yeah. Unlike us. So I enlisted the help of one of our employees in Nashua who is a... Uh, producer for music. So I thought, you know what? Maybe this kid's got the pipes. And uh, here's uh, <laughs> the not. He here's rap. Sean. He can rap. The Cigar Authority presents Real Men of Cigars. Real Men of Cigars. Today, we salute you, Mr. Jack Tarano. Mr. Jack Tarano. Wearing nothing but a smile and smoking a cigar, you're living the American dream. Running free. You get paid to think up things to do with cigars naked. Watch out now. Sure, there's danger, sunburns, chafing, and keeping the lit end out of your, well, you know. You're employed again. You're a cigar-smoking man, not afraid of a little burn, a little toasty nut in the flavor of your cigar. Get your mind out of the gutter, man. So cut open a toasty Roberto Durand nutty boy, because we all know 
As the going gets tough, the tough get naked. Mr. Nudist Employed Cigar Representative Man! There we go. I couldn't help but think listening to that, trying to do like an announcer voice, and it still sounds like you. Yeah. Yeah. At the very beginning, your first couple, it sounded like you had reverb. Yeah. It's going for two seconds. And, and then, then it's over and back to over. just Mr. G. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like your sex life. Yeah. Oh. It's actually <laughs> twice as long as my sex life. So anyway. Doesn't even sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to take a peek into the asylum with crazy news from the asylum. Here it comes. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80, that's right, that's Asylum. Sean Petrozino, age 30, reportedly lost his legs, hands, and parts of his arms to bacterial meningitis years ago. Police say he moved in with his parents last week after separating from his wife amid some serious financial issues. Both of his parents were found dead Tuesday morning after Sean's mother, Nancy Petrozino, failed to show up for her job as a schoolteacher. Sean Petrozino was last seen on an ATM surveillance camera Tuesday morning. Although police say he is currently not a person, I'm sorry, he is currently a person of interest. He is not an official suspect in the double murder. A spokesperson did caution that he is armed with a gun. He is, however, not armed with arms (laughs) or hands or any of the body parts you would need to fire a gun or run. That's insane. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean... He's not armed and he's not on the run. He's not, not. He's not running... True story. And that, Barry Stein, is how you hit the post when it comes to the punchline. Uh, you, you flubbed it a you little bit ramp there. ramp it up, and then boom. You can flub the, the middle part of the story, but when it's punchline time, you got to nail the punchline. Got to bring it home, baby. Next week, no Mr. Jonathan, no Chuck, but we will be broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. That's next Saturday for the Rocky Patel Prohibition event. That's... November 15th at the Seabrook store. The night before, the 14th, we have a uh, limited little party for the launch, the official launch party of it. And then it goes on sale for the first time in the United States, in the world. Yeah, baby. On the 15th at the Seabrook store, Two Guys Smoke Shop, we will launch it probably about 30 days ahead of the rest of the world. Which is cool. Yes. So, uh... 
if prohibition is actually going to come in two, one, one size, but in two different wrappers. Yep, one will be a San Andreas, and the other one will be a Broadleaf. Thought for sure you were going to say Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur. No, and Just two, and both dark wrappers again. Yeah, I think this is the uh, the Maduro, the year of the Maduro coming up. I know this is right? 2014, but it's 2015 now. As far as we're concerned, Anything yeah. that the line is in the sand for the cigars of the year and all this stuff, this all becomes next year. Again, this will not be released until late December uh, for the rest of the world. But uh, we, they had this planned. They actually come in mason jars. It's a pretty cool thing. They're waiting on the jars. It's always packaging. Wow. They're waiting on the packaging. So just send us the cigars. That's what we want. We can't, can't smoke the jar. Can't smoke the boxes. Well, it's the so, branding. Yeah. Well, yeah. Knowing that this is the problem in the, in the cigar world, when we decide that we're going to do a contenders pack, for example, and we start talking about the contenders, which we've got that show coming up, uh, what I do is I order the packaging now. And then when we decide everything, okay, we're ready for pack. Yes, we've got the packaging. It's all set. Yep. That's how it's done. Do you have any insight on why it's called the uh, pro- Prohibition? Prohibition. Because it's becoming the prohibition of cigars. And this is about the prohibition of alcohol, basically, of how it was. Now we're living through the prohibition. Yeah. And Barry knows there's cities now that are outlawing cigars, right? Yeah. Outlawing yeah. yeah. tobacco, period. You might even have a city in, uh, in Massachusetts that will outlaw the sale of tobacco. Everywhere within the city. That's called Prohibition. Yep, they'll be voting on that, I believe, next week. Yep. So we'll, we'll talk a lot about Prohibition on the show next week of how it all happened on the uh, liquor thing. And, again, it's history repeating itself. It, it's terrible. But you look what happened yeah. to uh, liquor and how it failed. Yeah. Prohibition didn't work, but they did it anyway. And how this will not work, but they're doing it anyway. Just doing the same thing. Anyway. Yeah, it's insane. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? That's no. asylum. And you know what? I, I'm going to be, become a Kennedy or something. Not my political views, but I could get rich from this of outlawing oh, a sure. product. That, that's how uh, they made all their money. You know? That's right. That's so right. We'll see how that happens. So that's next week, the uh, prohibition launch uh, on the Cigar Authority. Um, the following week, we will reveal the blind taste test. Um, which is it going to be, 13 or 14, the two we're smoking here? We're going to give you all the stats, all the information of what they are. We'll be joined by Steve Saka. He's the former president of Drew Estates. And maybe we'll get a little inside info of where he is headed. Only, I think you'll like it. The only thing I don't see on here is when we do the show talking about what could be a contender for the Cigar of the Year. <clears throat> Uh, we're not going to have any time to do that because the following week after that is the the announcement of the contenders for the Cigar of the Year, which is November 29th, the day after Black Friday. Um, we will have um, the Cigar of the Year icon with Eric Hansen on the show. We'll smoke the icon as the Cigar of the Year for the last time. Yeah. And uh, we will have the... Um, Contenders for the Cigar Year will announce them uh, one after the other after the other on that show, and you'll know who the contenders are. You can, at that point, buy a pack of contenders and um, give us your view of uh, which we put into consideration of what the Cigar of the Year will be. That will be announced on Super Bowl Saturday. That's the day before the Super Bowl. Uh, we do it every year. We've been doing the same thing for over 22 years so cool. of the Cigar of the Year, 1992. It uh, was the first time we did it. I know you know it from different magazines and different bloggers and different things. Let me tell you, folks, since 1992, we're the first to do it, and we're going to continue to do it, is, is the 
Cigar of the Year. And talk about batting a thousand, Dave. I mean, listen, you had Atabay two years ago, yeah. followed by Icon last year. Yes. These are some big shoes to fill. Yeah, but the brands change. If you go through the old ones, you'll say, what the, what the heck happened? Consolidation is what happened. The brand became something else. It was owned by someone else, made somewhere else, and it's not the same brand. But if you smoke those cigars, those years of those cigars, they were phenomenal at that time. Not necessarily it stays for year after year. So we'll see what happens to these other brands as it goes on. So, uh, uh, we're also going to give away a snowblower. The yes. Russian NASCAR. Russian, yeah. Russian NASCAR. NASCAR. We're going to give that away at the stores uh, on, the, uh, on the following day, the Sunday, but the event will be going on uh, where Eric is going to have his laser engraving machine there. Yeah, and, baby. Uh, it's Christmas time. It's time for a holiday gift giving. And uh, what better gift to give somebody than a box of cigars with their name lasered into the box of cigars. So uh, keep it be forever. It. Okay, it's time to take a look at social media brought to you by the cigar that was built on social media, Recluse Cigars. That's right. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today, and these are the best tweets I saw all week. I forgot my phone when I went to the bathroom. I think that counts as camping. Ah. Humans are the only creatures in the world who cut the trees to make the paper to write, Save the Trees on. <laughs> I've been hearing rumors that Michael Jackson may have died from food poisoning. Wait for it, Chuck. All right. Apparently, he ate 12-year-old nuts. What? Too soon? Wow. Not that I expect 100% truth in advertising, but should these women in the tampon commercials be wielding chainsaws and burning stuff down? <laughs> and the best tweet I saw all week. I don't know why Tampex and Hershey's haven't joined forces yet. Wow. Taping a chocolate bar to the box of tampons could literally save lives. Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, Rolled N2 Bar, the old Cuban way. For an effortless and perfect draw every time. Come on, Barry. What's the matter? You got 12-year-old nuts in your mouth? Yes, I do. <laughs> Wait a minute. That sounded wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going <coughs> to dig into the mailbag right now and see uh, we got some mail, right? Let's see if I can read this with a straight face. All right. Congratulations, Skippy. You've got mail. You've got mail. All right, so the email came in this week, and it says, I've been a longtime listener of your show from the Bay Area of California. Thank you. Like the fabulous Mr. Jonathan says, I said it and forget it, having the podcast download to my phone I where I listen that. to your great insight. However, oh, God. it seems lately you've been taking shots at Mr. Jonathan's sexuality. You have. As <laughs> if it was a bad thing. Wait a minute. Listen. <laughs> you had to go there. Listening to him each and every week, I feel the need to stick up for my brother because, after all, we are family. <laughs> Is the new guy homophobic because I am sorry That's to take no offense fairy. to these attacks on our people? Um, Signed, Jamie on the Bay. Thank you, per Jamie on the Bay. Personally, I don't have a problem if what Mr. Jonathan does in his own bedroom. If he enjoys putting other sticks in his mouth. That's oh, his preference. Oh, God. You're just know. unbelievable. <laughs> oh, boy. Jamie, I know you were looking to help, but uh, <laughs> you may have made things worse for me. But thank you. It's for okay. The we still love you. 
You want to just not in the way you want. You want to come out of any place. You want to say anything right now to anything. <laughs> Now's the time. Now's the perfect time to say anything you might want to say. <clears throat> I cannot say what I'd like to say to Barry Stein <laughs> on the air. All right. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to take a peek uh, maybe at another mailbag. Maybe this will be better. Barry has a report on new cigars hitting the shelves. And uh, we have Old Fart Freddy joining the aging room. There's a gentleman in the house, Gentleman Chuck Morrison. We'll get debonair. Stick around. We get cigar news and lots more. We're broadcasting on tape live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right. What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest 
without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. This is Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We're back live on tape from Two Guys Smoke Shop. Why do you say that? There's no such thing as tape anymore. Whatever you call that, digital tape or whatever they call it. I'm old school, baby. Old school. We're going to get Devin here with Old Fire Freddy. It's live. And uh, we got Old Fire Freddy and uh, Cigar News and all the rest of the crap we always do. I want to talk about, before we end up uh, closing the show, of, yes, it is taped today. We're, we're not live for the radio and all this stuff. But what about changing the actual time that we do the show? We know that thousands of people download the show right. and not thousands listen live. Correct. Because usually it's Saturday at 12 noon and people yep. have things to do. So uh, is there a better time for us to uh, actually run the show that people would listen to live? Or do we care? Do we care? We care. But Well, I invite people to leave a comment on the most recent show if they have any suggestions. Um, we'll take it into consideration. Yeah. Don't know if it will happen. Is there a better time that you would, you know, you find that your downtime all the time is Thursday night, for instance. Here we are Thursday night from uh, 5 to 7. And um, this would be a perfect time because you'd be, you know, you don't want to do whatever you do from 5 to 7. There's nothing going on. I don't know. (laughs) But a lot of people are doing stuff at 12 noon on Saturday. Well, when we first started the show, the whole thing was about having the live show in the store. And then we found out people don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> they, they don't want to listen to us bloviate about cigars for two hours in the show in the in store. In the middle of the store, right? They want us hidden up here in the studio. If we're <laughs> going to be in the studio, anyways. Well, I don't know about people, but that's how my, our employees felt. Right. That it's like, all right, you're in the way. Get the hell out of here. I'm trying to sell somebody. Or give them a great experience. Adam, right? Thank you. Give them a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that's that. So uh, a lot of happening in cigar news. We briefly touched on that um, cigar cities or cities out there are, are putting prohibition on cigars, actually outlawing them, complete sales of the product in their city. Before you know it, it'll be the state and the country and things like that. Uh, hopefully this election is going to turn that around. But uh, it's been a bad couple of years, and it's a bad, another bad week, Barry. What do you got? Well, first we'll start with some actual cigar news for a change. Okay. La Florida Dominicana, which was sued by Connecticut Valley tobacconist 
over the name Mysterio, has renamed the cigar. It will now be known as the cigar formerly known as and have a symbol instead similar really? to a letter I saw M. the symbol. It's pretty cool. That's kind of cool. There is no word yet, though, from Prince in his camp over the <laughs> <laughs> So is it something like that, like that Prince thing? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah? yeah it is. Yeah, yeah. It's formerly known as Mysterio is now Squiggly Line or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, it's an M. It's an M M emblem. With a flame. With a little thing in the middle. And it's pretty cool looking. Yep. I it's agree. pretty cool looking. So do you have the M? It didn't work for Prince. No. Um, so he went back to Prince. Well, yeah. the reason that Prince did the symbol, not a lot of people know this, he was having an issue with his record label. Mm. And he was under contract for, I believe it was seven albums. And he had a dispute with them on the fourth album. So in order for him to record new music, which he refused to give them, he had to record under a different artist's name. Oh. That's where the symbol came from. And the next four albums, I don't know if you guys remember this, in the mid to late 90s, the next four albums were all greatest hits albums with the tracks just moved around a little bit. And then after he was done with that, he could go back to Prince under his new record label. That happened a lot of times, man. Boston never recorded again only because they had problems with their label and the same type of deal. And they said, we'd rather not even put anything out if that's wow. the case. Look at Parliament Funkadelic. They changed their name so many different times. Yeah. And it was Zap the same and Roger. Yeah. Zap. It, it was Parliament. A, Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. George Clinton. Yeah. yeah. They were all the same thing. And oh. it, was all, it was record label disputes. All right. Some other news is uh, Viva Republica, a cigar which is distributed by a show advertised in Miami Cigar and Company, has announced that it is producing 2,000 cigars, of which the wholesale profits will be donated to Cigars for Warriors, which sends cigars overseas Very to nice. those making the ultimate sacrifice Absolutely. in serving our country. It's awesome. Absolutely. Great. <clears throat> Imperial Tobacco released their earnings report this week and announced tobacco sales were down 7%. There was also news of a poor tobacco crop in Cuba that will affect the production of Cohiba and Monte Cristo. Two cities, Pula, Georgia, and Malden, Missouri, left it up to their voters to decide on a smoking ban. Both cities voted in favor, and a ban is now in place on city-owned property. Of course, because more people don't smoke than do. That doesn't give the right to... Uh, a city to say for the people that do like it, now you can't do it. I hope if that was a the big case, smoke in, in those Let, cities. Last two items. Uh, Russia introduced a new bill today that will change the purchasing age of tobacco from 18 to 21. And lastly, in something not cigar-related, but when the tobacco tax was first proposed, many of us said if we don't stop them, that they will begin to tax other things too. Yep. Well, that time has come as Berkeley, California, has passed a soda tax of one cent per ounce, <laughs> making a two-liter bottle sixty-seven cents more than it used to be. Wow, man! And wow. that's the news. Sixty-four today. cents, right? They're coming. Sixty-seven. It's sixty-seven point six ounces to two liters, I believe. Oh, it is uh, ridiculous. They're going after stuff like we said when we said soda yep. specifically, yep. Yep. right? Early on. Yep. Next thing it'll be candy. salty foods, candy. Yeah. And it's a raise, way to raise money, and, and they say they're doing it for the – listen, soda isn't good for you, so we're going to tax it. No, you just want the money. It has nothing to do with you want, it, you want us to live forever. You want us to die sooner. Of course you do. Are we going to see another Tea Party? Like, not like that campaign that occurred back in 08, but I mean like the original Boston Tea Party. Are yeah. we going to see like a revolution against all this nonsense? I, think so. I, don't think, I don't think that the American people have the wherewithal anymore to stand up for what is right. 
I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong, too. I hope I'm wrong as well. Well, the election proved differently. They voted the bums out. That's I mean, good. There's a lot of change that happened. New the Hampshire problem is we still have a president in there that is going to do it his way no matter what. He's already said it. So I don't want to take a side, but it's a mess. Uh, so let's turn it around. Let's think of good things and, and how to be gentlemanly-like despite the problems happening in the world while enjoying life to its fullest. It's important to be a to boot, to be debonair. And how to be more gentlemanlike and more debonair is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with, Mr. Jonathan, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never, no matter how hard you try, be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the gentlemanly way, the debonair way to meet your new neighbors. So, uh, backstory is we had some new neighbors move into our neighborhood, and uh, being the debonair gentleman that I am, um, I noticed that they really hadn't introduced themselves. I was kind of a little shy, but. You want to be the good neighbor here, introduce yourself. And I believe that the debonair play on this is to not only introduce yourself, but just bring some kind of nice gift, whether it's a bottle of wine, which is what we did, uh, maybe a cooked dinner, or if you're having a dinner party, to invite them over. The point of the matter is, is that you want to be debonair. You want to be gentlemen. Don't be a stranger. They're new to the neighborhood. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Nice. I have uh, something to say about that, Chuck. Um, I'm not a big fan of people knocking on my door. So, for me, if you come into my yard and you knock on my door... Where the gun laws are different here in New Hampshire. Correct. Uh, I, may pull, I can shoot you. I may pull a Paul Beasley and yeah. come to the door with a loaded gun. That's an industry so term, folks. my advice to people would be, wait until you see your neighbor out in the yard and go over and introduce yourself. It's just safer that way. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Smart That's play. how you roll. That's how I roll. <laughs> but you did it. But I did it. You knocked on their door. I knocked on the door. How did it go? It went well. I mean, we kind of met each other at the mailbox. We live on a dirt road, and there's, you know, mailboxes at the uh, beginning of the street, and he was kind of in front of me, and, uh, you know, said hello, Chuck Morrison, live here, and... uh, You didn't knock on his door. You met him outside. No, that was like the original introduction, and then, you know, it was a couple nights later or whatever, and um, we had a nice bottle of wine, just went over there, you know. There you go. Here you go. It was very brief. You know, you don't want to... You didn't go in the house. No, I didn't court. go in the house. We were invited in. No, no, just wanted to, you know, say hello, welcome you to the neighborhood. Here you go. Nice. Very brief. Get out of the way. Okay. Well you know? played. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Very good. So that's the uh, that's the debonair way, my men. The question always is, are you debonair enough? Absolutely not. Nailed it. <laughs> it's <just a> Jonathan, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Absolutely. I have never done that. No. Well, you're the new guy in your neighborhood. Did anyone come over yes, and say hi to you? Somebody did. See? To shoot him? Did. No. Should have. No. You wanted to. I went into panic mode, but I didn't. I did, I, uh, and then they had us over for dinner and everything. And I have to do the right thing. I have to recuperate. Reciprate. Re- Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yeah. Reciprocate. I have to do that. My parents. Hear that, Laurie? You're listening. Come my on, parents got to do it. Used to live uh, next door to it's a football him. player for the Patriots, Chris Slade. He now lives in Atlanta, so I could probably say this. Maybe he listens to the show. He used to smoke cigars, but he was that neighbor that would like always lock himself out of the house, come over, ask if he could use the phone to call the fire department. He would come over one night. He needed like lettuce or something. Uh, <laughs> one occasion, having himself locked out, he had like some signing at MVP Sports. Remember MVP Sports? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, 
ask my parents, I'm so ashamed right now. Can I call a cab? No, no, we'll give you a ride. They gave him a ride down there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Ended up developing a friendship. So you never know who your neighbor is, and you never know, you know when you might need them. So You know how you never lock yourself out of your house? There's two ways. Don't lock the doors, which is not the ideal one, yeah. but you get a touchpad. Yeah. And they're easy enough That's to install line. yourself, yeah. and then boom, you what get no What if I told issue. you that he had a touchpad? That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you, did. you did. That's a man who has an issue with controlled substance, That's I believe. Right. There well, we go. go. It's the intelligence of uh, student athletes. There we go. There you go. Next week again, it's going to be the launch of the Rocky Patel Prohibition with Jessica Tyen. Don't even say it, Barry. And uh, Jessica will be there. Up. Yeah, there you go. You have to do it. And uh, she is the model slash brand ambassador to the new brand, Prohibition. She's going to be on hand. We'll interview her. Max Bickler, who was in The Amazing Race. He is the, um, the amazing celebrity. Max. Yep. Celebrity now. He's a celebrity. He will, uh, he'll be on the show also. That will be next week. And Barry is going to be uh, at the wheels here. So th- does that mean I'm going to be the only one actually in the screenshot at that point? Yes. Yeah. Yep. It will be like you're on an airline with nobody sitting next to you. I don't like that. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Liar. (laughs) I don't like it. All right, it's time to go into the aging room with old Fat Freddy. Oh, no. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, when your lady friend wants to look sexy, she will slip into something a little more comfortable. Her top may be see-through, and her bottoms are clearly made from dental floss, and she smells just as good as she looks. In my day, slipping into something more comfortable didn't exist. Women's clothing was multi-purpose. Her top would double as her blacksmith's bib, and her bottoms were especially designed to carry produce from the garden while she was wearing them. Even lovemaking made you tougher back then. (laughs) Nowadays, women have all sorts of tools and tricks for trimming their bush. In my day, bush grew wild and started in the front yard and ended well past the back door. You didn't bother with it because you had real chores to do. I'm talking about your yard, you sick bastards. (laughs) Because even our women were men. Nowadays, men grew more than just their facial hair. Manscaping? Really? In my day, you were proud of your body hair and would often braid it for special occasions. We were men. We were blacksmith-banging, non-bush-trimming, chest-hair-braiding men. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Hey, I did it. No horse references this time. Nice. <laughs> Rafael Nadell, he hangs in there. I'm waiting for the phone call to say you've gone too far. Enough is enough. I'm out. He will. He will probably email me this week and say bush trimming, genius. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Made Barry laugh, and he doesn't laugh easy at that stuff. Nah, I don't like to give you uh, props. There we go. So best time to uh, move the show. Not that we're really considering it, but. It's a thought because we've done some that we, we can't do on a Saturday. And, sure. Uh, is, is there a better time? If there is, can you go on the CigarAuthority.com and you can leave a message on the uh, on this podcast right here? Yep. Th- that's the best way to go? It's the, that's the best way. 
All right. And leave us some ratings up on iTunes, guys. I know we, we know you're listening. You know, give us some love. Give us a five-star yeah. rating and uh, let us know you're listening. That's it. And if, you, if you're thinking, let me give them a four-star, don't put anything at all. That's right. Yeah, five-star or nothing at all. Is that why we're not getting a lot of ratings? Because we're demanding <laughs> five or nothing and they just won't do it? You won't do it. It's free. It costs you nothing. You throw us a bone and you, you put a little something. Spend a minute and go on there and, and give us some love. We've got to pay Freddy. I mean, you know. Jonathan will especially appreciate if you give him a bone. Yeah. You are <laughs> unbelievable. Wow. I would like the IP address of this guy. For a date. For a date. You For want a date. Want, yeah. I want his email address so I can address this situation. So uh, the world launch of the Rocky Patel Prohibition next week on the show. It'll be Jessica. Or it'll be Max. And you guys are gone. Mr. Jonathan, taking a vacation. Where are you going? I am going to West Virginia to an invite-only swing event. Of course. Uh, of course, right? Dancing with men. You're I'll be dancing. I will be dancing with men and, uh, and women, leading and following. Uh, the only way to you, get you in- play the girl too. You, oh yeah, yeah. The okay. only way to get into this event is to be invited by one of the Hall of Famers, and I was not invited by one. I was invited by three of them. So it's an honor. Sounds like it's going to be a wild night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. God. I, think, uh, I think he's blushing. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. You guys have nothing else on me. Just the gayness. That's it. Not that there's anything wrong with, with that. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong. <laughs> so what else you got? Anything? Uh, that is the show. We got, we got nothing? We got nothing. You got, we got rumors and stuff, but nothing we can have rumors enough to uh, give the rumor out because we have to have we can, two or three people to uh, do it. But, yeah, let's talk about 13 and 14. We can yeah. wrap up the two cigars. Um, I mean, without saying which one I'm going to vote, for me, there was a very clear and distinct winner. Um, both were worthy of being the final two, I believe. I but believe they, one they stands were. out above the other. If you had... Just gets worse and worse. <laughs> it, it, can we say what we think the dollar value is of the cigar? Or is that too much information? No, I don't say anything. No? I mean, we All went right. this far without giving the information. It probably stinks, right. stinks for the listener because after this Can week, we reveal it all at the end? Yeah. yeah okay. After this show, we'll be back to smoking cigars and telling people what they are because that's probably why they're tuning in to find out about cigars. And I know it was a long, drawn-out thing, and we won't do it again maybe for another five years. But it's interesting to see, and the point of the matter is that a cigar tastes different without the band on it. And maybe you never would have tried this cigar. Maybe you never would have tried number 13. But you end up trying it. You liked one of these better than the other. And when you know what it's going to be, later on you're going to find out. You're going to say, I'm going to smoke that cigar. Because, yeah. you, because you didn't prejudge it because of the band. Because there's, there's cigars out there that have bands on them. They're not very good cigars. And they're, they're, they're looked upon as being a great cigar because of the band. And then there's cigars out there that may have a band that's kind of crappy looking. It's a no-name brand. And you're not interested in that cigar at all. Even if you did try it, you'd say, it's all right. And it turns out to be a great cigar. Exactly. But yeah. because of the, the band that's on it. So that, that's the point of it. I hope you got it and you went through the process. I hope you liked it. Again, something to put on, the, on our show and let us know that you enjoyed going through the process of what it is. Um, the world launch of the new Rocky Patel Prohibition uh, with New England sales rep Max Bickler and the brand ambassador Jessica Tyen as we introduce the Prohibition Cigar next week for the first time in the world. So remember, folks, this show and every show of the Cigar Authority is absolutely free and, in my opinion, worth every penny. So don't be asking for your money back. 
For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and I'm David Garofalo. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. So whether you have cigar number 13 or 14 and you're putting them in your mouth, just remember to keep the lid end out, folks. We'll see you next week right here on The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Natural. Total natural. Well, as we mentioned earlier, folks, uh, you, uh, if you enjoy the content we present here on the Cigar Authority, please, please, please consider leaving us a rating or review up on iTunes. Five stars. It's wicked good. Five stars only. Uh, we always do appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on FB. That stands for Facebook. Check out our fan page. All kinds of good stuff up there. And uh, our Google Plus page. Here we go. So And YouTube. So we appreciate you. Thank you. We'll see you next week right here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers. Radio Network. Bye-bye. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shops guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys. Hey, what? The guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop, if you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And then whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. Why, thank you, Lenny Clark.